The opinions expressed in this show are the views of the host and not necessarily that of WTRW, 94.3 The Talker, or the Bold Gold Media Group. The following presentation is paid for by NJC Investments, who is solely responsible for its content. The opinions voiced in this program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, and financial advisor or tax advisor prior to investing. Securities offered through Lee Baldwin & Company, LLC. Member FINRA SIPC. Portions transcribed. Good Saturday morning and welcome to the Your Financial Future program here on 94.3 FM The Talker. My name is Nick Colarossi. I am a certified retirement counselor with NJC Investments and I'm thrilled that you've chosen to join us once again as we open up this week's doors to the College of Financial Knowledge. Our program originates this morning from the luxurious corner office studio here at the beautiful Bold Gold Radio Complex, high atop the frozen tundra fields of the West Mountain of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city. Our goal is not only to help you to become a better long-term investor, but to help you weather the storm in the volatile market that is 2022. And we have a lot of ground to cover this morning. We're going to talk about that volatility and things you may consider doing right now. We're going to talk about three mutual funds that might just help you weather any current storms in the markets. I'm going to throw in two exchange-traded funds performing extremely well in a difficult market that started early in January and seems to be persisting. We're also going to talk about some top stock picks from Barron's Magazine, the Barron's Roundtable, some of the best of the best. We'll talk about what they're buying right now. I'm going to try to throw in some dividend-paying stocks also of companies that have large share buybacks in place right now. What does that tell you? They believe in their share price right here. And if they're buying, maybe it's something that we need to do our homework on as well. A lot of ground to cover, as I said. I'm sitting across from a gentleman who, when I came in the door today, he said, what the heck is going on in these markets? <laughs> Not only does he push all the buttons to make me sound good, but he also follows the markets a little bit. And what do you think, Mr. D.C. Taylor? <laughs> it's uh, I, I am uh, I am not uh, by far any type of financial expert, and uh, anything you hear me say on this show is not coming from a uh, educated financial background, just from what you have uh, taught me over the years and from producing this show. But I got to tell you, I follow the uh, the stocks app on my uh, my iPhone, and it gives you a nice little grid, uh, a graph of the progress over the you know whatever the past day, month, years, uh, ten years, and uh, this past year, uh, it's been. Uh, quite a roller coaster it's been it's been just a uh a, a terrible start let's yeah. let's just put it that way coming yeah. into friday the dow and this is just year to date yeah. not not where from high to low but the dow year to date was down over six percent the s p down over nine percent the nasdaq down over 14 yeah. percent coming into friday that's a bad year yeah Right. And it's in this is still January. Last time I checked last weekend in January. That's good. Yeah. But uh, tough start to the market. I'm, I'm going to call it also, D.C., the 
college basketball market, right? Okay. All you need to do is watch the last couple minutes from like 3.58 to 4 o'clock. Okay. And you'll know where it finished because it's impossible. Right. The volatile, I've never seen, well, I won't say never, but it's been a very, very long time since I've seen this type of volatility. One point last week, we had a thousand point drop in the market. Mm Mm-hmm. And we turn positive before the close of the day. That has, that's crazy. Yeah. (laughs) That has never, has never happened before. And then we had the Federal Reserve meeting and uh, the Fed, uh, the statement was kind of dovish saying, you know, we're going to go off of the data that comes in. Everybody's afraid that the Fed is going to raise interest rates. I got news for you. They are going to raise interest rates. I do not think that they're going to raise them as many times as other people are saying, four, five, six times. I think maybe one or two, and we'll see. I think the economy is starting to slow on its own, and we'll see about inflation. But when when the Federal Reserve uh, minutes came out, or I'm sorry, the statement came out, everything was good. This was last week. Mm -hmm. The market said, okay, we don't have as much to worry about. We were rebounding from all the selling over the last few weeks. It was up over 600 points on the Dow, over 500 points on the NASDAQ. And then Fed Chair Powell decided to answer questions. And as usual, he stuck his foot in his mouth (laughs) and a 680-point gain went to over 300-point loss in the period of about 15 minutes oh man so what do you do as an investor in times like this this is not this is not normal you know there are volatile times in the market but those types of things are not normal they will eventually settle down we now have the nasdaq in official the s p 500 went into correction territory at one point on friday not so much on the dow yet but uh certainly a lot of selling to start the year, but there is good news out there too, right? We had a we have good earnings coming in, relatively good earnings. We'll talk about a few of those this morning in the second segment, give you highlights of those. We also had a very good GDP number, as expected. We told you, you need to wait to see earnings. You need to wait to see that GDP number. The GDP just shy of 7%. Our growth rate in the fourth quarter just shy 6.9 it came in dc mm-hmm. well above expectations although we were expecting that because that's what first trust securities told us we would see a seven percent number right right close to that and uh that's a good sign for the economy right now we'll see going into the the next quarters how we hold up but for now that is a good number and that's why you see some of the swings off of the lows intraday there is buying going on mm-hmm. now this crazy 100 and 200 point moves in a minute and then that has happened mm-hmm. you know i blink i look back up it was up 200 now it's down 100 that's just what that is that's the algorithms trading back and forth those are the computer trades those are the big guys with the big computers you can't beat them so right. what do you do You stay diversified. We've told you that all along. There are good earnings out there. Watch for these companies with good earnings and good forecast. Buy quality. Do not buy the the companies we told you not to buy before, the companies that have no earnings that are flashes in the pan, the meme stock type things, right? Right. Sure. Don't stay away from that. Buy quality. Quality companies 
on sale. This is the only business in the world. What do I say, DC Taylor? <laughs> when they put something on sale, nobody wants it. Everybody's afraid to buy it. <laughs> right, yeah. right. If you have a, there's a beautiful suit in the tailor shop and it's $450 and it goes on sale for $250. You're going, if you liked it at four, you're going yeah. to go in there and snap it up. Sure. A stock that you love and you bought at a hundred goes to 50 eh. and nothing has changed. The fundamentals are still good. Are you afraid to buy it at 50? <laughs> I will tell you uh, a great, long time stock guy old time stockbroker mm-hmm. told me once that you know when you do all your homework you really uh, cross all the t's dot all the i's and you're following a company that you're thinking of investing in mm-hmm. and you are certain of a price point that you want to enter in the news is good the outlook is good and you buy that stock be ready for it to go down 20 to 50% at some point. Okay. And when that happens, if nothing else has changed, double up, uh, double up. Okay. And he said, that's when you will make your money. And over time, I've seen that to be true so often. So when stocks go on sale, look for the quality companies and do your homework Make sure you're working closely with your own financial advisor. This is what you pay us for, right? This is the time. This is the time to pick up the phone. If you haven't talked to your advisor, talk to your advisor and and make sure you're keeping on top of your portfolio because this will eventually settle out. And usually, usually these are the times when you find the quality DC and you're a long-term investor. These are the times that pay off in the long run, uh-huh. but they are painful. I know when you're in the middle of them. Yeah. Remember, you do not want to be overweighted in aggressive growth at this time. I think a lot of people were coming into 2022. You want to be balanced. You want to have some value in there. Don't be all large cap. Make sure you have some mid cap and small cap. These are my opinions. Of course, everybody's portfolio is different and all these aren't suitable for everyone. So again, work with your financial advisor. This is just a generalization. Have some value in there. And if you're going to be on the growth side, make sure it's quality growth. We talked about lower PE companies or funds that specialize in more high quality growth as opposed to the high flyers. The reason right now that the high flyers are so out of favor is inflation. Right? If their earnings are priced out into the future, you're buying the future. Well, if interest rates are going to go up to try to fight inflation, which is what Jay Powell, our Fed chair, said he would do, those earnings aren't worth as much. So those prices start coming down, and we've seen that pretty much through the month of January. So stay diversified. Doesn't mean get out of growth completely. Just be smart on your picks. Make sure it's quality. And the last thing I will say right here, D.C. Taylor, is something you've heard me say many times before. In times like this, make sure, and I have mine, I have been working on it weekly. I'm, I'm, I'm erasing and writing in and, and changing, but make sure you have a shopping list ready. Right? There are going to be some bargains that get thrown your way that are kind of baby out with the bathwater type things, right? Uh If the market's going down a thousand points, everything's going down with it. Even the things that are high quality that will be fine in a year, two years, three Mm -hmm. years, five years down the road. This is why you have that shopping list ready, whether it's a stock, whether it's a, an ETF, whether it's a mutual fund, some of these things are kind of getting on sale in my opinion, especially for long-term investors. So Keep that shopping list ready. We're going to give you a lot of ideas today 
for that shopping list. Some may pertain to you, so make sure you stay with us the entire hour. I promise to make it well worth your while, and you will be all the wiser for it. Thanks again for tuning in to the Your Financial Future program here on 94.3 FM, The Talker. My name is Nick Colarossi of NJC Investments, helped along by producer extraordinaire, Mr. D.C. Taylor of Bold Gold Radio fame. We are so glad you're here, and we're thankful that you allow us to be the soundtrack for your early Saturday mornings. Coming up next on the program, we are going to get into three mutual funds that may be weather-all-the-storm type funds for 2022. We'll talk about those. I'm also going to share with you two exchange-traded funds, two ETFs doing fantastic to start 2022. And before I even get that done, D.C. Taylor's going to say, when you say it's doing fantastic, what? Uh, Past performance (laughs) is not a guarantee of future results. That is right. But we're going to cover what's working right now, and I hope that's helpful to you. And that'll be right after this short break. Don't go anywhere. But let's thank our friends right here, D.C., Seidel's Restaurant in Lord Scranton for sponsoring this portion of our program. Hey, it's cold out tonight, right? You don't want to be in a chilly house and turn in the heat. Go and use their heat and let them cook you a nice hot meal. They have great nightly specials. This is a great traditional Italian-American bistro right here in our own backyard. Do yourself a favor, pick up your phone and get your reservations to Seidel's Restaurant. I promise you you will not be disappointed. Your financial future back after this brief message. I hope you'll stay with us. If you're searching for a special dining experience, Sedell's Restaurant is your home for great taste. Sedell's Restaurant is one of Scranton's elite fine dining establishments, specializing in Italian-American contemporary cuisines. At Sedell's, generous size entrees are prepared with only the highest quality ingredients. So whether you're having a meal for business or pleasure, it's sure to leave a lasting impression. Sedell's Restaurant has mouth-watering Italian-American contemporary cooking with a delightful ambiance. At Sedell's, you are certain to find unique specials for what you're craving. If you can't find an entree off their elaborate menu, just ask the chef. He can create an off-the-menu meal for you. At Sedell's, the owner is also the chef. Sedell's is located on the corner of Main Avenue and Tripp Street in North Scranton. They are now accepting holiday party reservations and on- and off-site holiday catering. 343-6544. That's 343-6544. Make it special. Make it Sedell's. Welcome back to the Your Financial Future program on 94.3 FM, The Talker, the Bold Gold Radio Station, the Bold Gold Radio Network. I'm Nick Colarossi sitting here with Mr. D.C. Taylor trying to keep warm today, D.C. What the heck is going on with our temperature? (laughs) Keep warm. Good luck with that. We got a uh, chance of snow showers today, uh, mostly cloudy, and a high of 16 for your Saturday with uh, wind chill values as low as minus seven um and then we get down to around five overnight tonight and then it'll be mostly sunny and 24 tomorrow but uh ooh, 30s for monday that's gonna feel good well that'll feel like 80s <laughs> right? right that's a, this just darn cold <laughs> yeah. well it is the last weekend in january sure february is a very short month yeah, right? yeah, yeah if we can get through february uh-huh. then it's march 1st and that's dc taylor spring right <laughs> that's what they call meteorologicals the start of meteorological spring well maybe march it'll first well we'll we'll hope for that anyway i hope everyone's keeping warm out there we have a long way to go here on the program and uh 
I'm keeping warm here in the studio, DC yeah. Taylor, because you did your mad dash down the hall, brought us back each a piping hot cup of coffee to keep us going through this cold, uh, frigid weather. And what do we have today? Oh, the January Java that will just melt the snow right off the roof. It's terrific. <laughs> I, I knew it was. It's terrific. And we urge everyone, hey, why don't you grab a cup of whatever it is that gets your early Saturday morning started? Sit back and enjoy the rest of our program. And thank you, DC. It sure. certainly helps on a cold winter morn. You got it. Let's jump to those three mutual funds I talked about. And uh, these are not recommendations from me to you, but I will tell you that we do own these for certain clients, certainly not all at NJC Investments. And uh, not as standalone. These are part of hedging a portfolio, I think, mm -hmm. um, uh, for, for those where it is suitable. But I want to show you things that are working right now in a market that really isn't working. Mm -hmm. And overall, S&P and so forth. And we'll get to those numbers in just a second on the S&P. But these are ideas, and we're going to throw in those exchange-traded funds at the end here, so don't go anywhere. But these are ideas that we've covered here before on the program. And what we like to say, DC, is sometimes it pays, pays. to listen to the Your Financial Future program on Saturday mornings. Yes. But uh, let's look at commodities for a second. Mm -hmm. Commodities generally do well in a rising rate environment, an inflationary environment. Why? Because all the prices of all the goods are going up. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't go out there and try to buy commodities on my own. I mean, gold and silver, that type of thing we can probably understand. Mm -hmm. But when it gets down to pork bellies and uh, uh, orange juice futures and things right. of that nature, right? uh -huh. cotton and everything else, you need a manager. And uh, one of the best, I think, um, is the PIMCO Commodity Real Return Fund. These are the C shares. This is a mutual fund. And there are many. So there's many competitors. Make sure you do your homework if you're interested in this area. As always, if we can help you out, get you some deep details, then never hesitate to reach out to us at NJC Investments. We're at 570-586-5030, and uh, we can get you those details on any of these type funds, free of charge or obligation. But back to the PEMCO Commodity Real Return Fund, the symbol on the C-shares, PCRCX. It's a blended, diversified fund of commodities managed by PEMCO year-to-date, up 5.5%. That's a good return in this market, and yeah. we're not through with January. Just about last weekend here, but 5.5% mm -hmm. uh, a good return. In 2021, up over 31, almost 32%. Three-year average return on this fund is 13% per year, and it does add diversification into portfolios, my opinion. Let's look at another. This is from Fidelity, the Fidelity Advisor Energy Fund. How often were we talking about energy over the years where it wasn't doing anything, wasn't doing anything? Right. Now it is all the rage because the prices are going up. The companies are doing well. And this is the Fidelity Advisor Energy Fund C shares. Symbol is FNRCX. Year to date. Year to date, mm -hmm. up 17.7%. Wow. wow. Just like your electric bill. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> In 2021, D.C. Taylor? Uh-huh. This fund, FNRCX, mm -hmm. up 53% for the year. Three-year average is uh, about 5% per year. Mm -hmm. 
And if you go out to five years, it's actually negative because of all those bad years, but certainly catching up in the energy sector. Now, when you're doing a sector fund, you're taking additional risk because if the energy market starts to go south on you, there's nowhere to hide. So be aware of the heightened risk in sector funds like this, but doing very well to start 2022, again, up 17.7% as of Friday. And we're talking about mutual funds that may be able to help you weather maybe a part of your portfolio. Again, check with your own financial advisor. Do your due diligence to make sure it's suitable. But we're talking about funds that may help you weather the recent storms in our capital markets. I'm going to turn now to a bond fund, but not a traditional bond fund, a floating rate high income fund, generally known as a hedge against inflation, especially more than traditional bonds, because when rates go up in a floating rate fund, the rates on your fund are adjusted upward over time. This is the Fidelity Advisor floating rate high income. These are the C shares. And the symbol here is FFRCX. FFRCX up 0.4%, up 4.4% in 2021. Three-year average annual return is 3.3%. This area, again, is looked at by many advisors and many analysts as an area to concentrate on in inflationary periods. So there are some mutual funds, DC. And I told you I would fit in a couple exchange-traded funds doing very well to kick off 2022. And here they are. Let's stick with energy. The biggest ETF out there that I know of, I think it is the largest, is the X. L-E, and this is an ETF. You can buy and sell like a stock. However, you're getting a basket of stocks. Top holdings here are ExxonMobil, Chevron, EOG Resources, ConocoPhillips, Schlumberger. There's Phillips 66, Kinder Morgan in here, Pioneer Natural Resources. All these names, uh, Williams Company, that you might hear on the show after us, the Shale Gas News, right? All right, yeah. All right, but this fund, the XLE. At the end of January now, up 16% year-to-date. To To start the year in one month, up 16%. Year-over-year, D.C. Taylor on the XLE, up 59%. Look how well energy is doing right now. Wow. We don't know how it will do the rest of the year. We'll see how it plays out. But right now, it is certainly working on the XLE, up 16% year-to-date, 59% year-over-year. Let's turn now to oil couple different ways you can buy oil, but I'll focus on uh, one fund and I'll give you a, a second one as a bonus here. Okay. The United States Oil Fund, symbol USO, and that's trading right at a 52-week high on Friday, about $62 on USO. That is up 13.6% year to date Okay, as oil prices are rising. Sure. Of we'll course. talk about that in a minute. Now, there is a more aggressive fund in this area that has leverage, so you'll get twice the return. It is up 26% year-to-date. Remember, when you see these ETFs with leverage, they're going to give you more upside potential. But what else are they going to give you, D.C. Taylor? More downside potential. Absolutely. When yeah. you see a leverage fund, this is the UCO is the ProShares Ultra Bloomberg Crude Oil ETF. UCO is dissembled, does use leverage to get twice the uh, volatility, both on the up and the downside. Be aware of that. Also trading at a 52-week high on Friday of about $110, up 26% year-to-date. 
So there's some ideas of things that are working right now. We'll see how they play out the rest of the year. Thanks again for tuning in to the Your Financial Future program here on 94.3 FM The Talker. I'm Nick Colarossi of NJC Investments, and thank you so much for helping to make the Your Financial Future program the number one financial hour in all of northeastern Pennsylvania and beyond. And when I say beyond, DC Teller, uh-huh. tell everybody how to get that Radio Bold app, if you will, if they're traveling out of the area and still want to hear our programs at 9 a.m. Right. If you want to hear on it uh, Saturday mornings, yeah. 9 o'clock Eastern time, uh, wherever you happen to be in the world, you get the Radio Bold app, R A D I O B O L D, Radio Bold. Get that on your phone and you can listen to 94.3 FM, The Talker. You figure, hey, it's about 9 o'clock uh, Saturday morning on uh, in the Northeast PA. It's time to listen to what time? And listen to your financial future. So right. you can listen to the Talker and the River and uh, the Mothership and all the great radio bold stations. There's a, a nice lineup of uh, nine stations on there, all with all sorts of different nice. Formats. And how much does that cost? It's it's absolutely free. That's the best part, <laughs> of course. Well, thank you, DC, and don't forget if you miss it, uh, you can also go back to our podcast, mm-hmm. our podcast platform on all the major podcasts, or you can go to our website njcinvestments.com. All of our programs, our previous radio programs are there. So I have a report card, DC. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Okay. You can go back and see how we what we were talking about just a few months ago. Yeah. I think we're pretty close, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. So uh, go check that out if you so desire. Well, DC Taylor, we've come to my favorite part of the program, which isn't going to be my favorite part this week of catching you up on where we stand in the markets yeah. as of January 29th. So Let's stop a moment because, you know, before we do that, Uh I always like to give you a hot tip on some of the best investments that you can ever make. That is investing in your family, investing in yourself and investing in your own community. DC, I have a couple of great family events here coming up in Scranton, the Electric City next Friday kicks off Charlie and the Chocolate Factory at the Broadway Theater League Scranton Cultural Center on North Washington Avenue. Who doesn't like the Willy Wonka story, DC? I know, right? It's a happy story. It's a lot of great family fun. It's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. You can check out all the times and prices at nacentertainment.com or just type in Broadway in Scranton. You'll find it. And uh, remember, at the same time, starting next Friday will be the Scranton Festival of Ice, downtown Scranton. So you can check out the ice. I think it'll actually be a little bit warmer on the, that's what they say anyway, DC. <laughs> we'll wait and see. Okay. But the Festival of Ice, uh, downtown uh, Scranton, Friday through Sunday, and Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, downtown Scranton, Friday through Sunday of next week. All right. What do you have for us today, DC? Oh, don't forget the Clark Summit Festival of Ice, as we mentioned before. That is uh, this this weekend, uh, today and tomorrow. State Streets, the theme this year, Frozen Wilderness. No yes. chance of that Frozen Wilderness <laughs> melting today. No, those those sculptures will not be changing shape or uh, anything like that. They may even ask you for a jacket or a sweater. Uh, but all ice sculptures, live bands, uh, games, and horse-drawn carriage rides. That's going on uh, today and tomorrow. And uh, next weekend... 
enter the raffle to revitalize music park with leadership Lackawanna, the leadership Lackawanna. They always got these great uh, projects going on that they organize um, as part of their, uh, their education program. Uh, Stop by the booth at the Scranton chamber of commerce building 222 Mulberry street and register to win. You can enter uh, next Friday, February 4th between five and 8 PM or Saturday, next Saturday, February 5th between one and three in the afternoon at the uh, Scranton chamber of commerce uh, building there. On Mulberry Street, that's a great Dr. Seuss book. On Mulberry Street, Mulberry probably Street. canceled by now. I think that was one they got. <laughs> Is that one they I canceled? Don't, who uh, can keep up with that? <laughs> but yeah, so that's to uh, re- revitalize Music Park. So uh, definitely a great cause there. Well, thank you, DC Taylor. Huh? Time to get back to finance now. Here's where we stand in our capital markets as of January 29th, 2022. The Dow Jones Industrial Average down about five and a half percent. To start the year, the S&P 500 down about 8%, and the NASDAQ really uh, taking it on the chin, and we told you why. Those higher PE tech companies in the NASDAQ, a lot of them, getting beaten up because of those high PEs. NASDAQ down about 13% now to start the year, off the worst levels, but still uh, tough sledding for the NASDAQ. Price of a barrel of oil, DC Tiller, about $87 a barrel. And uh, really starting to feel that. Yeah. And I think it's going over 100. That's yeah. my prediction. Write yeah. that down. Okay. And Write it down. And mark the flag the tape. Flag the tape. And the 10-year Treasury yield now about 1.78. Again, off the highs, but still I think that goes above 2%. We seem to be on uh, an inflationary trend here and those numbers going up. And it really the, – the, the Federal Reserve, again, back to Jay Powell, he could have done himself a favor – he left his statement and walked off the stage. But when he started with his Q&A session, he, he started saying, well, inflation is a lot worse than we thought. Remember all the, oh, it's transitory. It's right. transitory. Yeah. Who told you back in June of last year it was here to stay? It was right on this program. Yeah. came from Brian Westbury, the chief economist at, at First Trust Securities. We played that back in June. Yeah. And he's just coming around to it now, D.C. Taylor. Right. And uh, also he said, the economy is strong now and can handle rate hikes. And uh, when he said that, that's really what turned the market from up 600 to down uh, 380. Yeah. Um, And and I'm telling you, within about 15 minutes, it Uh, was just crazy. Keep your mouth closed. Just say you're going to you're going to act when the data says you need to act, and we're good. But um, this this um, the seven percent GDP showing a strong economy. Yes, but that's rearview mirror stuff. We got we have to look to see what's coming. You know, in the future, some of the economic reports not coming in as strong. Durable goods have been down. Housing starts, I think, seven straight reports now. They're down. There are some some uh, cracks in the economy that we need to be aware of. And Charles Payne, he's the uh, afternoon guy on uh, Fox Business, very insightful. And he said, you know, there's no way we're going to see five or rate interest rate hikes, what they're talking about now. He said... Maybe one, maybe two quarter point hikes. And he said, and before you know it, they may have to turn around and go back to cutting. Huh. He thinks the economy is naturally slowing. And I'm kind of more in that camp. Okay. I don't think we're slowing to a recession pace. Right. But I think we are starting to see slowing and, and naturally because of the shutdowns, because of 
the inflation and uh, higher prices, everything seems to be slowing just a bit. That's just my opinion. Sure. And let's just finish up with some highlights from the earnings arena last week, DC Taylor. Huh? We had Microsoft with very good numbers beat on the top and bottom line. Uh, Microsoft trading on Friday about $303. And they got all the way down into the uh, two, in the high twos and now starting to climb back up. And good earnings report, we said. You know, make sure you watch these earnings reports closely. Look for quality companies Microsoft delivered. And again, Microsoft MSFT trading at about $303 on Friday. We had Intel, and Intel beat on uh, top and bottom line. And they gave good guidance, I thought. There was one part of their business that was uh, slower. Their client computing group was down 7% year over year, and that did send the stock down. The CEO kind of said, don't worry about the quarter to quarter on that. We'll, we'll be okay. And they're building those big plants in Arizona, in Cal- not Arizona, Texas, and I think Cleveland. Yeah. It'll be online in 2024. So Intel trying to get back in the game. I want to show you how confusing it is. DC, look at the uh, news report I got. Look at lines uh, three and four there from CNBC News. I was watching as the Intel earnings came out. Would you read those, please? One, two, three. Okay, three. Intel beats uh, on the top and bottom, but gives disappointing guidance. And the next line right below, and they're both from CNBC, both from the same time, right? Intel reports better than expected results and uh, delivers upbeat guidance. <laughs> how, how could that possibly be? So you can see how confusing it is at yeah. CNBC. Anyway, uh, Intel uh, down to $47 on Friday. That is a 52-week low at this price. It has a 3.1% dividend for a tech company. Mm. Apple, big earnings on Friday. Apple up over 6% on Friday or $9 a share. And, and of course, they were up to 182.94. They got all the way down to the low 160s. I think they even touched the high 150s last week. And then they were back up to about 168 on Friday. They had their biggest single quarter for revenues ever. What supply chain (laughs) problems are we talking about, right? Apple seems to be delivering. Uh Um, That's why I'm saying you look for quality in tough times. Apple certainly delivered. Microsoft delivered. I thought Intel was good, but they they didn't like that one part. We'll see how that plays out as well. Let me take you to the other side and why you don't do this side. Okay. Robinhood. Remember Robinhood? Everybody (laughs) wanted to buy Robinhood when it was $85 a share. Yeah, Yeah. Making no money. Right. Right, eighty-five dollars. H O O D had earnings on Friday. They put in a fifty-two week low on their share price. I told you eighty-five was the high just about six months ago. Mm-hmm. Eleven dollars, eleven fifteen. Yeah. Now they turned a little higher in the afternoon, but they're losing active users, as you can imagine, and the trading environment getting a lot tougher. Right. And also, they are uh, giving a weaker forecast for the rest of 2022 and down to 11. Stay away from these type stocks. My opinion, you want quality in this environment. With that, let's take a break right here, DC. Let's thank our friends at Montrose Motors in beautiful Montrose, Pennsylvania, the frozen tundra of Montrose, Pennsylvania. <laughs> you can make it through this, this, the cold weather to get out there. It's a short country drive, right? Still a wonderful, lovely country drive. And they have the new lineup of the 2022 Fords ready to go. What else do they carry, DC? Well, if you're looking for a, a, a pre-owned vehicle, they will help you find uh, the perfect one for uh, for your needs, for your situation. And let me tell you why you need a family-friendly dealership like this. Mm -hmm. According to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, 
New car vehicle prices last year yeah. increased 11.8% and used cars last year yeah. up 37.3% in price. Wow. You want to make sure you're dealing with a reputable, friendly, honest dealer, and that's what Montrose Motors can deliver for you. This is a dealership you can trust, and not only that, T.C. Taylor, Yes, they have the coffee on, which is All great. Right. All right, which especially is a cold morning like this. That's right. Check out my pals at Montrose Motors. I'm sure they'll make you that great deal on your next vehicle. Your financial future with Nick Colorossi of NJC Investments. Back after these brief messages. Please stay with us. Looking for a dealership where you'll feel right at home the minute you walk into the showroom? This describes Montrose Motors to a T. You know, that Ford dealership in the great little town of Montrose, Pennsylvania? Not only do they have a great selection of new Ford vehicles in stock, they also have an equal amount of quality pre-owned cars, SUVs, and trucks. It's just a short country drive to the no-hassle Ford dealer Montrose Motors on Grow Avenue. Ask for Andy Bennett or Doug Thomas. These guys really have never met a stranger. You'll end up friends. Nestled in the rolling hills of beautiful Clark's Green, Pennsylvania, you will find NJC Investments, a capable small-town firm with local values working right here for the citizens of our own community. Whether it's retirement planning, college planning, or just building up that long-term nest egg, the advisors at NJC Investments have decades of experience helping your neighbors achieve their goals. Why don't you get to know NJC Investments too? You can reach us at 570-586-5030. That's 570-586-5030. And we welcome you to join us weekly as we broadcast the Your Financial Future program on 94.3 FM The Talker, Saturdays at 9 a.m. NJC Investments, helping to take the mystery out of your financial future. Securities offered through Lee Baldwin Company LLC, member FINRA SIPC. Welcome back to the Your Financial Future program with Nick Colarossi from NJC Investments here on 94.3 FM, The Talker, and I'm DC Taylor. And uh, yes, Nick, hello. It's a Saturday morning here, and uh, we got some great stuff going on. Here. We have great stuff. We're trying to keep everybody up with the volatility of the market, some different ideas, DC Taylor. We've yeah. given you some uh, mutual funds. We've given you some ETFs. My thoughts on where we're heading in this crazy volatility, and I have some more for you. Okay. And uh, I'm going to go now to Barron's Magazine from January 17th. They're running this series, and they do this each year about this time of the year. They get a roundtable of all the Wall Street gurus and ask them for their stock picks. All right. And they're not always good, but I found one that was good last year, so I thought we'd look at his stock picks. Now, this is from January 17th. In the January 24th edition, there are more picks. I think they have two more over the next two weeks. Barron's comes out every Saturday. You can find it on most newsstands. It's a good piece of information, a lot of great information for investors, I think. Mm -hmm. But um, looking at one of the stock pickers, it's Todd Alston. And I chose him. Now, you can get the magazine and look at all the picks. I'm just going to highlight Todd's, and uh, certainly not for any other reason than he had a good 2021 and past performances. Uh, Not a guarantee of future results. (laughs) Right, but we'll give you his ideas. (laughs) Sure. So I looked at his picks from 2021. He gave us six stock picks in 2021, all six 
were higher. He was one of the few on the list. That's one of the reasons I chose him. Mm -hmm. One of the other reasons, his average return on those six picks in 2021, up 27.2%. So beat the markets, and uh, let's see what Todd is picking for 2022. Again, don't rush out and buy these. If you're interested in anything here, make sure you do your own homework to make sure it's suitable for you. And if we can help you in any way at NJC Investments, ring us up at 570-586-5030. Here they are. I gave them time to get their pins if they're sure. at home. If yes. you're driving, don't forget you can go back to our podcast and rehear any portion of the program. Right. Yeah. Right. So don't try to write if you're right. driving. Okay. Todd Alston's picks for 2022. We have Deer and Company, symbol is D E. Fiserv, symbol is F I S V. Deer's trading about, and these prices are from a week ago. So $378 a week ago. Fiserv, uh, $108 is where he made his pick. MasterCard, MA is the symbol there. It was $369 at the time of the pick. Adobe, A-D-B-E is the symbol for Adobe, $510. Applied Materials, A-M-A-T. I see that's popping up on a lot of different lists. A-M-A-T, trading at about $150. And Danaher, D. H-R is the symbol, and when Todd Alston made his picks, it was $295. Okay. So there they are again. Dear D-E, Fiserv, F-I-S-V, MasterCard, M-A, Adobe, A-D-B-E, Applied Materials, A-M-A-T, and Danaher is D-H-R. If you want all the reasons why Todd likes those companies, again, that was from the January 17th Barons of this year. The 24th has new picks in it and the next two weeks in there you'll get more of the round table picks all right well i, I get the uh, studio hotline blinking here uh bright, bright light here in the studio nick you know what that means it's time for mitchell's mailbag yes it is time for mitchell's mailbag here on the your financial future program this is the part of the show where we answer uh your questions that you uh, email to us and uh, the email address for that is nick at njcinvestments.com if you uh wish to get a question in for this segment of the program, put in the subject line, Mitchell's mailbag. And that way our, uh, our always intern Mitchell Demetric gets, uh, gets them all and uh, gets together a nice, uh, nice uh, stack of questions for us every week. Hello, Mitchell. How are you? Hello, DC. Hello, Nick. How are we doing on this frosty Saturday morning? Isn't it cold? We are doing the best we can. DC Taylor's poured us each a cup of January Java. So we're getting through. Okay. How are you holding up? Oh, man, I could use a cup of January Java myself, but we're doing all right. We're hunkered down, trying to stay warm. Good. Good. Well, spring will be here before you know it. We're looking forward to that, but I guess in the meantime, we'll take questions, right, TC? Right. All right. Well, let's uh, let's get into this. Uh, Mitchell, you got the uh, first question for us? Yes, I do. First question comes from Liz in Dalton. Liz asks, A friend of mine told me he invests in an ETF that tracks market volatility, and he is doing extremely well this year. Are you aware of this ETF? Liz, that's a good question. Yes, I am aware of the ETFs. They they follow the VIX index, V-I-X. That's the volatility index. If you put on the business channels, you'll usually see that in the corner. And it's been going crazy in the month of January 2022 with all the volatility in our markets. They also, D.C., call this 
the fear index. Okay. And there is a lot of fear out there, and there's a lot of good reason for it. A lot going on in the world right now, isn't there? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yes, it's the volatility index, the VIX. The largest, I guess, the most well-known exchange-traded, it's not really an ETF. It's, a, it's actually an ETN. It's an exchange-traded note. It acts like an ETF, and it just follows the volatility of the market, the symbol, and you can buy and sell it like a stock. We do not currently own this for our investors at NJC Investments, and I'll tell you why in just a second. But it is quite interesting because year-to-date on VXXTC, up 32% in the month of January alone. (laughs) Now, why don't I own any of that at NJC Investments? Because if something can go up 32%, what can happen? Uh, It can very easily go down 32%. Right, and we're talking just one month. Right. Last year in 2021... The VXX was down 72% for the entire year. 72%. Jeez. A lot of this is very aggressive. So just be aware of that. As long as you know that, it is highly speculative, but it is working right now. VXX up 32% to start the year. Okay. All right. Well, let's get to the second question in uh, Mitchell's mailbag. Go ahead, Mitchell. All righty. Question number two comes from David in Old Forge. David asks, Do you think we will see a market correction this year? Well, David, that's uh, certainly a good question, but he must have written this a while back, DC. Sometimes the question, and that might be a question from a week ago. Sometimes if you don't hear your question the first week, it comes around again. But yes, I do, because we have. Yes. Right? We have, uh, as of Friday, we went into correction territory in the morning on the S&P 500. And a correction is down 10% from the most recent highs. Now, we're also in correction territory on the NASDAQ. The NASDAQ, the last high put in on the NASDAQ was on 11-19, November 19th, 2021. Since there, we're down about 17% off of the highs on the NASDAQ. If we go down 20, that would be a bear market. So, yes, we, we've had a correction, not on the Dow yet. We've, we, we're not down 10% quite on the Dow from the highs. But, yes, we hit down 10%. I hope we don't go into bear market territory down 20%. We'll see how it plays out. But it's been a tough start for 2022. Yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, get one more question here in Mitchell's mailbag. Go ahead, Mitchell. Alrighty. Last but certainly not least, question number three comes from Nate in Hazleton. Nate asks, is there anything the current administration can do or will do to slow down inflation? All right, Nate, the inflation question. And what could the current administration do, D.C. Taylor? Uh, is there anything? Yes, there is. Okay. There is. Right. Yes. First, number one. Stop printing money. <laughs> now, the Federal Reserve said they're going to you know, kind of pull back on the easy money and start hiking rates and cut back on their bond purchases. But the, the, the White House is still talking about child tax credits yeah. and printing more money. Stop printing money. That's the number one cause of inflation. Second, open up our pipelines. Get our oil production back up. We're down over... 
2 million barrels a day, D.C. Taylor. We went from energy independence to depending on places like Saudi Arabia and who else are we Are we doing Russian oil or where are we doing? I don't know. All I know is I've been hearing mention of the Strategic Petroleum Reserve releasing oil from there. It does nothing. does nothing. Get our production up and open up those pipelines. And third, open up the country. Enough with the masks. 90% of the masks are those... Paper mat they do do <laughs> right. very little if anything, right. right? Enough with the mandates. If you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. Sure. But don't mandate them. Don't mandate the, everything else of closing down if you do this, if you don't fully back open so parents can go fully back to work, get the workforce back in place. The supply chains will open up, get that oil coming down. If you open up the pipelines and produce more, the price of oil comes down in everything, D.C. Taylor. When's the last time you were to the grocery store? Uh, just last week, as a matter of fact. I went to buy a package of chicken wings uh, that yeah. for the last five years has been Eight to ten dollars, the larger package. Right. Yeah. I usually get three or four meals out of that. Right. I went to get that package of chicken wings this week. Uh huh. Twenty four dollars. Oh jeez. Twenty four dollars. Uh. I didn't get the pack of chicken wings. You get the price of gas down. Everything will come down with it. It's right. the transportation cost. It's the cost of labor. Everything. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yes, there are things to do. Will they do them? I don't think so. No. They don't seem to. To. Uh, it's that, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they don't just, they seem just to, don't seem to want to. I don't know. I don't That's know. A, I don't just know. my opinion. All right. Yeah, All right. And mine too. <laughs> All right. But great question. There are things that can be done. Hopefully they do. Okay. All right. Well, thank you uh, for your questions and thank you for those answers, Nick. It is uh, the Mitchell's mailbag portion of the program. And if you want to get your questions in again, uh, just send an email and the address Nick at njcinvestments.com and put in the subject line. Mitchell's mailbag and uh, Mitchell Dimitrik gets uh, gets all the questions together for us every week. Thank you for doing that, Mitchell. Thank you for calling in again uh, this uh, fine Saturday morning. DC Nick, thank you for having me on the show each and every Saturday morning. Looking forward to next week's episode of the Your Financial Future program. Well, DC Teller told me it'll be warmer next week, so you stay warm for this week, and we're going to be happy to talk to you next Saturday. Thanks for all you do, Mitchell. Sounds good. Thank you. That again, Mitchell Demetric, our always intern here on the program, and we're happy to have him, D.C. Taylor. When was it that he was in studio with us? Is that about three years ago? Uh, 2018, he was uh, he was an intern here in wow. our radio studios. Yeah. Time flies, so, and, and now he, he still keeps up with us each and every week, and we're thrilled to have him. Yeah, I appreciate him calling in every week. We sure do. Hey, don't go anywhere. When we come back from this break, we are going to be talking about dividend-paying stocks. We've covered that the last few weeks. We're giving you hedges of ideas that uh, perhaps, perhaps will work out better in times of inflation. We've been doing it about a year now, I think, DC, and we're going to give you some more dividend-paying stocks. There's a twist here. These are with large share buyback programs from these companies. What does that tell you, DC Taylor, if a company's buying its shares back? They must have, they must know something, right? Okay, yeah. yeah. They must like their shares at these prices <laughs> right. or they wouldn't be doing it. That's my opinion. But we'll review an article with the seven dividend paying stocks with large share buybacks. I think you will enjoy this information. Your financial future with Nick Calarasi of NJC Investments, helped along by Mr. DC Taylor of Bold Gold radio fame back after this brief message please stay with us 
Hey, Mr. Wrongway, have you started your dollar cost averaging program? Ah, come on, that sounds too complicated. Oh, NJC Investments says it's one of the best ways to build long-term wealth. But the experts say the market could crash any day, and they should know they predicted six out of the last two recessions. And what about some of those people in Washington? They're crazy, you know. Besides, why invest? I play the lottery. I'm bound to win. (sighs) Mr. Wrongway. Don't leave your financial goals to chance. Hi, I'm Nick Colarossi of NJC Investments, and we do believe a simple dollar cost averaging plan is a sound strategy for building wealth over time. Call us at NJC Investments 570-586-5030, and we'll show you how it works. NJC Investments, helping to take the mystery out of your financial future. Securities offered through Lee Baldwin Company, LLC. Member FINRA SIPC. Welcome back and thanks for staying with us here on the Your Financial Future program on this cold and frosty winter morning, January 29th. Uh, DC Taylor and I staying warm in the studio with our January Java, right, DC? January Java. We got the uh, got the fireplace going. <laughs> <laughs> I might just stay for a while. You never know. All right. You're more than welcome. <laughs> well, hey, don't forget to check out my pal. DC Taylor has his own classic rock program on our sister station, The River, 105, 105.1035 The River weeknights at four till seven four till four till eight four till seven on fridays four to seven on friday what do you do on friday i don't want to know (laughs) four till eight every weeknight except fridays he leaves a little bit early but it's a great classic rock program with lots of wit and wisdom and a lot of great music i appreciate you tuning in sure do sure love that music Well, DC, I want to give you a statistic just to keep this in mind. Over the last 50 years, the S&P 500, according to BTN Research, up 40 of the last 50 years. Okay. That means there are down times. Yeah. But most of the time, it's up. Right. Don't get freaked out about the down times. Mm -hmm. Nothing goes straight up in these markets. It just doesn't work that way. I know over the last few years... We've been just a little bit spoiled, but uh, there are downtimes that we need to kind of weather our way through. And I think we're in one of those periods right now. But over the last 50 years, 40 out of 50 years up and the average return in those 50 years, mm-hmm. 11.1%. That beats the heck out of the point zero point nothing at the banks, <laughs> right. right? Of course. Now, I tell every new investor, you can expect three down years in any given 10-year period. That's the long-term average anyway. Mm-hmm. And uh, they will happen. We'll have corrections of 10%. We're in the middle of that right now on the S&P and on the NASDAQ. We will have bear markets along the way. And usually they don't last that long. You need to have. My opinion, the best thing that you can do is a dollar cost averaging program in times like this. Purchase every month, start at $100, bump it up when you can, but make sure it comes automatically from your checking or savings account right into your investment account and don't stop and just add to it when you can over time. Mm -hmm. And then over a period of years, when you have times like this, when markets are down, you will be accumulating a lot of shares at low prices, and when markets go back up, they will pay off for you. That's the way it's worked in the past, E.C. Taylor, and yeah. we'll see how it goes in the future. But that's my best advice. If you need help setting up a dollar-cost averaging program, you know where to call us. NJC Investments, 570-586-5030. 
And one last thing, DC, we know that we're going to get a rate hike pretty much assured in March of this year, an interest rate hike. I know that it's easier when the, the when the Fed is cutting than it is when it's raising. It doesn't feel quite as good. But remember the statistics. In the last eight rate hike cycles, seven out of the eight, the market, the S&P 500, was higher six months down the road. Yeah. Seven out of eight times, the average return in that six-month period, 8.5%. It is not the end of the world. We'll be here every Saturday to help you through these times. Let's finish up with an article entitled Seven Dividend-Paying Stocks with Large Share Buyback Programs. This comes to us from Investor Place from January 28th, 2022, an article by Mark Hake. And now we've been covering dividend-paying stocks pretty much all along, D.C. Taylor. Mm -hmm. This is a little bit different. These aren't high dividends. The reason Hake is looking at these companies because of those share buybacks Hake says, now that stocks have been falling for a while, I suspect that share buyback stocks are likely taking advantage of this. Those stocks that both pay a dividend and have buybacks, especially when they're dropping, tend to do well over time. So he's uh, giving us stocks here with, not again, not necessarily the highest of dividends, but when a company's buying back its own shares, they must think that those shares are going to be higher in the future. And I think that's what he's keying on. He starts off with Apple. AAPL has a 0.53% dividend and has the largest share buyback program going in the world. And that paid off for them on Friday for sure, DC Taylor. When right. the stock at one point was up over $9, um, not too bad. And it says, based on today's market cap, Apple's buyback program represents about 9.58% of its shares. They have a total of $315 billion worth of stock they're buying back. They're, they're part of the way through that, but they continue. And they, here's a quote from Barron's. Apple could continue buying back shares between 3 and 4% of its shares each year through 2026 while growing its dividend at about 10% a year. So there's uh, Apple. Microsoft is next on the list with a 0.82% dividend. And Microsoft, MSFT, has a just, just uh, approved a $60 billion buyback program for Microsoft. And they, of course, they just uh, acquired Activision Blizzard. They say there's still plenty of, of free cash flow to to uh, do those buybacks. Next up is NVIDIA, NVDA. We've talked about the chip maker often. And just for uh, full disclosure, we do own all of these stocks. We owned them before this article, DC Tiller, uh -huh. for certain of our investors at NJC Investments. NVIDIA only has a 0.07% dividend currently. And he says, no one is really going to buy NVIDIA stock based mainly on that dividend. NVIDIA is a growth company with earnings per share forecast to rise 20% and sales are forecast to rise 18.2% according to Seeking Alpha. That's for 2022, but they are in the middle of a 1.5 billion share purchase for NVDA. Next up is Visa. Symbol is V with a 0.68% dividend. They have a $14.5 billion share buyback that they are in the middle of. And on December 13th, 2021, Visa's board approved a new repurchase plan of up to $12 billion in common stock 
for buybacks. Next up is Procter & Gamble, PG. Now, here's the dividend DC of 2.19%. Mm-hmm. And Procter & Gamble spent $13.5 billion buying back their shares last year. I have two to go, DC. United Health Group is UNH with a 1.27% dividend. And United Health is buying back 48 million shares of their common stock. Just authorize that. And the last on my list is Oracle with a 1.62% dividend. O-R-C-L is the symbol for Oracle. And Oracle bought back $28 billion worth of its shares last year and told shareholders on December 9th that its board just authorized a new repurchase of $10 billion more in share repurchases. Again, Hake stock picks are Apple, Microsoft, NVIDIA, Visa, Procter & Gamble, United Health, and Oracle. Got them snuck in, DC. Got them all in. I want to thank you for your help on today's program. You're very welcome. And let's remind everyone, hey, there is never a bad time to make a good investment. If you have any questions on today's program, you know where to reach us at NJC Investments, 570-586-5030, or drop us a line at njcinvestments.com. Thank you so much for tuning in this morning on 94.3 FM, The Talker. May God bless you and may God bless America. Make it a great week. We'll see you next Saturday. This has been a Filmwise presentation. The opinions voiced in this program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, and financial advisor or tax advisor prior to investing. Securities offered through Lee Baldwin & Company, LLC. Member FINRA SIPC.